Love Talk Radio.
Good evening. Good evening. And welcome to Bread of Life Bible Study. I am going to try to bring those up there on the YouTube uh, channel. And uh, once I do that, then we will get started on today's lesson. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to turn that down. Glory to God. And uh, we're going to get into God's word. Amen. Amen. And so, um, Let's just bring them up over here on the YouTube channel. Amen, amen, and amen. Okay, so they're coming up now. I just want to, before we get started, I just want to extend uh, a welcome to those that are on our Facebook page, those that are on our YouTube page. Welcome to Hope International Ministries, Bread of Life, Life in the Word. Uh, welcome on this evening. Uh, feel free to chat in our chat room. And uh, if you have any questions or anything, you know, just share it on in the chat room on our YouTube and our Facebook page. We also want to send a welcome to those that are on the conference line. Amen. So we welcome you on our conference mm-hmm. tonight. And we also want to extend a welcome uh, I know, I know my sister in Christ, she says, you're always doing something and adding something on. But as I said last week, <laughs> I think this, um, this might help me a little bit and give me a little more leeway. So I do want to welcome those that are on our blog talk radio. Uh, we are on air uh, on that as well. So we're podcasting and streaming on maybe four different uh, networks on tonight. Amen. So we're going to open up in the word of prayer, and then we're going to uh, get started. Amen. Welcome, uh, uh, Brother Al Mal. Welcome to Minister Mark. We see that she's on the line as well, and Prophetess Lawrence Williams. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you again for this wonderful time of fellowship. We thank you, O God, for this time of coming together to study your word. Now, Father God, we relinquish any control, anything that's our, our idea, and we, Lord, we relinquish it to the power of the Holy Spirit, 
Lord, we will decrease so that he can increase, and, Father, that we would work along with him. We thank you right now, O God, for your power, for your authority, for your anointing. Father, we know that it is by your anointing that yokes are destroyed. And so, Father, on tonight, we thank you for destroying some yokes in our lives. We thank you for tearing down idols in our lives on tonight, Lord. We thank you, O God, for empowering us, encouraging us. A God infusing uh, a hope in our lives, oh God, we just thank you, Lord. We just elevate and lift you up on this channel. God, we give you all glory. We give you all honor. We give you all praise. We pray for those that are on the line. We pray for those that are getting on and yet to come on, Father. We pray for the anointing to flow from every device, oh God, over the airways, Lord God, through the podcast, the streaming, Lord, in the name of Jesus. God, we pray for souls that will yet be saved and say yes. And be invited and embraced in the kingdom of God on tonight. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for being present even right now. Now, Lord, have your way. Have your way. Use us for your glory. Let no flesh ever glorify on this line and in our lives. We glorify you and we only lift up your son, Jesus. Father, we pray right now in the name of Jesus Christ, God, that you would relinquish and release. Miracle signs and wonders, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you alone get the glory. We thank you, we praise you, and we say amen, and amen in Jesus' name. So those of you that are on the line, glory to God, just say amen, amen, and amen. Mm-hmm. Type it in. Hallelujah. <laughs> glory to God. You can type that in. All right. So we're going to get started on uh, tonight, and uh, as I'm setting up on this end for the YouTube and the Facebook channel, we are um, coming again from Spirit, Soul, and Body, the series, and tonight we will be talking about spirit versus body, or (laughs) some might say spirit versus flesh, amen? So we will be coming from Mm -hmm. that that avenue on tonight. Um, But before we go there, we, we begin actually discussing, uh, good evening, uh, good evening, Elder Banks, good evening, uh, Sister Young, good evening to you on tonight. We started on last week, we were talking about those, um, the the benefits of, of, of uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit. We didn't finish it, uh, so I, um, I'm going to go quickly through this, amen, because the scriptures are there. If you have any questions, stop me. Glory to God, type it in. And we'll get to it. So moving on, because I do want to get to spirit versus body, if we can get to some of that tonight. But let's finish up. Um, let me go back. Let me finish up. Glory to God. Um, let me see where am I at. I may have to come out of this for a minute. Yeah, I think I'm going to come out of that for a minute. So let me take you out of there. And I'm going to, because I don't want to, I want to pull up. I want to pull up something different. That is on the screen right now. So let me go there, hallelujah, and then I'll bring it back up again on the screen. Amen, and prayfully that will bring us where we want to be. Okay, so let's see what happens here. All right, so we've been talking about what is baptism in the Holy Spirit. We talked about indwelling versus infilling. Amen. We talked about the several terms that you see already on uh, the page for those of you that are on uh, Facebook and on 
our YouTube channel. So we've gone over that, those terminologies. And when we stopped that, we stopped uh, last week, the benefits of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Actually, I don't even think we stopped. I think we never got to it, actually, on last week. The Holy Spirit took us somewhere different. So I just want to pick up, and I'm going to go very briefly. And as I said, the scriptures are there, and you can go back and look at the scriptures. Um, So some of the benefits of being filled with the Holy Spirit, which every believer uh, should desire, to receive, amen, the infilling of the Holy Spirit, there are benefits. And, and, and number five says that he anoints you for ministry. And so the Holy Spirit, what he does, he gives you the strength, prophetess flow, and anointing Elder Banks to be a powerful minister of the gospel. And he also leads us uh, to the right people at the right moment to preach the right message, amen, for the gospel too. And so the scriptures are there. I'm going to move on to six. The Holy Spirit teaches you truth. Amen. He teaches you truth. And so the Holy Spirit helps you read. He helps you to understand the Bible. And he also brings biblical revelation to your mind at the right time. And I always say this, when you're, when you're witnessing, I'm so sure some of you have experienced it, but if you've ever been out witnessing, and a lot of people, when they witness, they think that they're not going to remember. <laughs> they won't remember scripture. And you're out there, and you're witnessing, and, you know, you're sharing the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and all of a sudden, all those scriptures come up, amen, that you've studied. And so that's the Holy Spirit. He brings those things to mind. He brings revelations to mind, scriptures, um, when it is needed, amen at a time when it is needed. And so number seven is he convicts you. Amen? The Holy Spirit convicts you. The Holy Spirit, what what that means is that the Holy Spirit searches you for hidden sin and impurities. Uh, he, He convicts us and brings us to repentance. Amen? So let's not get conviction uh, confused with condemnation. Because condemnation or to be condemned uh, means uh, to be, um, how do I say this, to be reflected upon as being unfit or guilty or disapproval, amen? Uh, But to convict is to impress with a sense of guilt, amen? And we have to have that because how will we know that we messed up, amen? So he doesn't condemn us, but he lets you know you have a feeling like, you know what, I messed up. You know what, I, I didn't come off right. I didn't say that right. You know, my attitude wasn't right. I was just talking to Prophet Flo yesterday, and I was helping her with some stuff. And the Holy, Holy Spirit uh, kind of convicted me. Well, he did convict me. And I was like, you know, I, I might have been a little short and a little impatient. Amen. So, you know, let me apologize because I thank God that, that the Holy Spirit is, is making me more aware um, of, of being impatient. And, and not being long-suffering. So, you know, that, that's his, one of his many, um, one of his many benefits. Amen? And so the Holy Spirit searches us for hidden sin and impurity. He convicts us and brings us to repentance. And that's what I had to do. I apologize. She was gracious and kind and said I did all right. But how many know you know? <laughs> I mean, they can say you did all right, but you know when, you know, you mourn over there in that flesh, as we're going to talk about tonight. And so lastly, God's refining fire burns up all of our flaws as we embrace intimacy, hallelujah, 
as we embrace intimacy with him. Uh, he refines or refined Christians aren't, aren't usually prideful. I'll say that again. Refined Christians aren't usually prideful because God has revealed, glory to God, the potential for wickedness within their hearts. Amen? So listen, mm-hmm. there but I, you know, you look at people and people mm-hmm. are going through, but you know what? That could be me. So we, so we thank That's God. Right. Amen? We thank God that, that there's no one perfect except Jesus, and that we're perfect in our spirit, but we're battling with this flesh, and we're battling with this soulish realm. So we do miss the mark. Amen? We do miss the mark. Mm-hmm. We thank God that the Holy Ghost is the one that examines our heart like he did with me with Prophetess Flow. And although she was gracious, I knew. Amen? I knew, because I knew it was in my heart. Amen? So we thank God that as the Holy Spirit does his perfect work in us, that he's only molding us and shaping us into the image and the likeness of Jesus Christ. And I don't know about you, but I can say for myself, for real, I want to be shaped into the image and likeness of Jesus Christ. So, hey, we have to cut away. Hallelujah. Cut away, Holy Ghost. Cut away. Amen. And then number eight. Number eight says he helps you stay righteous. Glory to God. He helps you stay righteous. One of the other benefits of the Holy Ghost is that he helps us stay righteous. The Holy Spirit washes us internally. The Holy Spirit washes us internally and helps us become pure. Glory to God. In our what? In our spirit man. Glory to God, which is what? Pure. So when we were first saved, we started the process of being cleansed by God. Now, here's the, here's, here's the, the puncher. Here's the key, right? Here's the key. When we were first saved, we started the process of being cleansed by God. And it's not an overnight process. It's not an overnight a night process. And that's why we have to be patient with one another. Because we're all in different, we're all in different places in this journey. Amen? And so mm-hmm. there's the patience. But I guess God, that's the word on tonight, problems, low patience, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we expect people to be saved today and tomorrow deliver from everything. It, it doesn't always work that way. Amen? So we have to be patient. And the other term, long-suffering, with our brothers and sisters as they, too, are going through the process of sanctification. Amen? Glory to God. Mm-hmm. So it's not over. It's not an overnight process. So, so we must stay faithful as He continues to cleanse our own lives. Amen. We're not an overnight mm-hmm. process in this thing. So just like new, newly um, con- converted uh, saints, and then you can't even say newly converted. Even some that have been in for a little bit, right? He's doing, he's mm-hmm. doing the work in all of us. He's doing the work in all of us. Amen. Mm-hmm. And so, so we must stay mm-hmm. faithful as he continues to cleanse our lives of everything that hinders intimacy with our God. Glory to God. I just feel like I want to jump in my spirit. Lord, cleanse me of anything. Take out yeah. anything. Remove anything that is that that will hinder. Really, Lord, my 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 intimacy with you. Seriously. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yes. And we have to remember, saints, that we are sealed for the day of redemption. Essentially, the Holy Spirit is a reminder that God will not stop perfecting and pursuing yes. us. Amen? 
Hallelujah goes there. Hallelujah goes right there. Amen? Number nine, he gives you prophetic abilities. He gives us prophetic abilities. So the Holy Spirit empowers us to speak what God is saying. The Holy Spirit empowers us not only to speak what God is saying, but also what God is feeling and thinking. Amen? I remember being in a service. And I've probably said it before, you know. But I remember being in a service at, at, at um, one of these large, large uh, church, and the Holy Spirit was moving. Amen? And when I say the Holy Spirit was moving, people began to weep. Um, you can hear people crying out. You, you just know that he was, he was ministering to the hearts of people. And, and here's the thing. The, the pastor had not, he had not attended the praise and worship part of the service. Amen? Because it was during the praise and worship where the presence of the Lord became thick in the sanctuary. So he comes out, and instead of flowing with the Holy Ghost, he begins to go on to the next thing on the agenda. And so I say that because in number nine, it says that he gives you prophetic abilities. The Holy Spirit empowers us, right, to speak what God is saying and feel, right, what he is feeling. It was at that particular moment I got so distraught and so upset that I really wanted to walk out of the sanctuary. I mean, I just got so really frustrated because I realized that the Holy Spirit was 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 doing a work. He was ministering to the people of God. But because here's the other thing. This is just my pet peeve. I always like to be in the praise and worship piece of the service. I don't like when I get hemmed up in the back. You know, if some of you are ministers and you go and you you, you you're invited. Um, to to minister at another another uh, church, and you know when you get there, the pastor likes you to come back in the back in the room, and the whole time I'm in there, you know, I'm being gracious and kind, kind, but I'm like, okay, can y'all finish up? Because I really like to go in there and be a part of the praise and worship. Amen. I want that praise and worship experience. It, 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 it prepares my heart, even though, yes, before I come, you better believe I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the presence, I'm in, in worship. But when I get there, I, I want to continue to be in that worship and praise. And sometimes you have to really, like, break away from that back office, you know, when you're back there greeting the, the pastor, uh, to get out there for the praise and worship. And an example, Prophet Slow, would be like the mm-hmm. one I just said, because you weren't there. You just walked in, you know, so your heart and 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 and, and the atmosphere um, uh, uh, mm-hmm. that you brought in, it, it, you could you you were somewhere else, amen. But had maybe that pastor had come into the worship, glory to God, amen. Mm-hmm. He would have been able to partake of it, you know, been sensitive of it. I say that because there are leaders that aren't sensitive to the Holy Spirit. There are some leaders that they don't recognize the presence of the Holy Ghost. Amen? So mm-hmm. I always, and I and I admonish those that are in ministry, you know, those of you that are in ministry or going into ministry, um, especially before you're going to minister to the people of God, you know, it's just nice to be, be able to be a part of the praise and worship at that particular service. 
Amen. It gives you the flavor. Mm. It, it sets the atmosphere for the Holy Spirit to minister. That's the time, and I don't know why I'm going this way, but maybe it's for someone on the line. I'm sure it is. But it, it, sets the, it sets the tone for me, and it allows me to be sensitive to how the Holy Spirit wants to move. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How he wants to move mm-hmm. in, the, in, in, in preparation of me coming before the people. I once saw, I once went to, um, I once experienced a preacher. Um, and I, I believe he came to our church. I don't know where I saw him the first time. And he preached the sermon. I always tell you this, Lawrence. He preached this sermon. And the mm-hmm. sermon that he preached, Elder Banks, it was powerful. It was It was powerful. It was a good sermon. It was a good message. We went to our <coughs> Louisiana, um, what was that down there, the Superdome. We would have our, our conference, our, our, our full gospel conference. And that same gentleman preached that same message. And um, I recognized it, but it was on a whole different level, <laughs> you know, and so I remember going to my pastor, and I was like, he preached that same message over here. And it was, it, was, it was good. I said, but when he preached it over there, it was like it was off the chain. And so it, 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 it really depends on the atmosphere. You see what I'm saying? This is what I try to, mm-hmm. to, to relate to people. Mm-hmm. Depending on the atmosphere, the atmosphere and the pull of the people, when people are hungry, glory to God, I mean, mm-hmm. when they're hungry mm-hmm. for the word of God, they pull on the minister. See, people come and say, oh, they didn't do all that. What did you pull? <laughs> you got to pull. And so even mm-hmm. though the message was, 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 was fine over here, but over here it was different because the anointing, glory to God, in the atmosphere pulled on that pastor and took that mm. message to a whole different level. Amen? So that's some nuggets mm. for some of you ministers on here. It depends. You can, I can preach a sermon. I'm going to tell you, I can preach a sermon at my house and it'll be different, right? And I can go somewhere else. Depending on the pull that's there, it'll be different over there. And it'll be the same message. So what I'm saying is, mm. it is um, the worship, if you can, because it, it, it sets up what's going on in the atmosphere, prepares you on which way to go in the ministry. Now, see, I mean, you can't go. <laughs> you, it, it would, it would, it would be interesting. Have you ever gone like going to a to a to a, a service where it's it's high, the anointing is high, right? Mm-hmm. And even. Even a pastor, and I've seen this, that usually is a little laid back, <laughs> you know what I mean, little, um, but depending on that atmosphere, I've seen them come out of it like, oh, is that the same individual? <laughs> My God, because it is the pull mm-hmm. from the people and the anointing, it's the, the atmosphere is charged with expectation. Mm-hmm. Amen. They're hungry to hear from the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Mm. Glory to God. Yes, yes, they do pull, and, and the Holy Spirit responds. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. Amen. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yes. So I think that the atmosphere does have a lot to do with it, because even um, in the upper room experience, when they were waiting, right, mm-hmm. he told me, go up and wait. But he showed.
showed up, um, but the people were with one accord, right? Mm-hmm. They were waiting, like you said, they had expectations, and they were all waiting for the same thing. Mm-hmm. And there are times like you, you come in and your mind is totally somewhere else or you're sitting in the service and you're on your cell phone and it's like how can you be on one accord but all these different things are going on. You know what I'm saying? So it's also preparing yourself even before you leave home. So that when you get to the house, you already ready. You're already set. And not wait till you get to the house and then try to get somebody to get you set. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm Yes, yes. And not just before you... So you kind of have to set your own atmosphere before you even get there. That is correct. And, and also... You know... Um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Give us the mouth. And Pastor, you mentioned how um, like it wasn't within the in the, in the worship service but then you came and you kinda of cut it off. Yeah. But you know, I noticed it's a tradition that these people do when they excuse <clears throat> when they um for some reason they don't call, they're not a part of the the worship service. They're in there preparing their notes for for um for the message. But I I, but I assume I know it's not good to assume always but I assume that you're supposed to have that stuff done already at your house. Mm-hmm. And then you just come and worship with the rest of us. That's a tradition. So I remember someone tried to get while I was, I was speaking at the church I lived in Newport, in Virginia. Do you want to study? Do you want to, it's Sunday morning. What do you have to study? I'm preaching that morning. I should, I should have it there. Or God should have given me the message. I mean, I don't understand. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't understand. Why would I want to sit and read the, and do my, I don't do what I've been doing instead of being in the service, in the worship service? Maybe I'm missing something. I don't understand that. Why would I want to be apart, away from the action? And by yourself, I don't know. I guess maybe if you didn't prepare, maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. I don't understand that. Um, help me if I'm, help me if I'm wrong. No, I, I personally, I for me personally, um, I, you know, I've been offered that too. If you want to sit in the back and study, or you know, I, when I when I get there, when I get wherever I'm going, I have been with God. He has given me a message unless I get up in the pulpit and he can switch the message there. But I have prepared, um, I have talked with him, you know. And there, there, for me, there, there's no more me taking out some books and studying. Um, when I get there, like I said, I'm ready to get in. The, it's just like we're telling the people. That would be the same thing with, with, with the, the congregation. All right, so... You want them to come and be a part of the worship, right, to prepare their hearts, offer their hearts, get them in, you know, the atmosphere, get the atmosphere set. Well, we're no different. You know, we come from, when when, when we leave our home, we don't know what, what we left, even as a pastor or minister. 
you know, you need some stuff at home as well. There's some things that are pulling on your spirit, maybe something, you know, that kind of grabs your attention and kind of puts you in another place. So for for me, um, Minister Ma, I'm with you. When I come, I, that's why I said, and a lot of times pastors want to keep you back there in that little cubby <laughs> talking about and, and let me tell you, when you're back there, it's not even like you're really talking about anything. You're not even talking about, like, the service most of the time. It's chit-chat. Oh, did you know that? And see, and I want to keep my mind. I want to stay in that place. Amen? But you, you're cordial and you're polite. So I try to, you know, push, you know, okay, well, let's get on out. I'd like to, you know, be a part of the praise and worship, <laughs> you know, put that little punch in there. But, um, yes, yes, I think it's a benefit. And there are many pastors that don't go to the praise and worship. I guess they don't feel like it's necessary for them. But as for me, like I said, it, 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 it allows me to, to see what the atmosphere is like and see the congregation and how they worship. It gives me like a setup, you know, like it's setting up. Because especially if I've never been there before, especially, it gives me the opportunity to watch and allow the Holy Spirit to show me some things to prepare for ministry. So, yes, as far as I'm concerned, minister, <laughs> minister, yeah, I, I, I don't understand that, but that's not a practice I would advise for anyone that's going into ministry. And I believe that most are prepared, amen, when they walk in uh, to that house. The only occasion where it might switch is the Holy Ghost has switched your message, and that has happened. Amen. You be sitting in the pulpit and he's like, I don't want you to do, just switch it. I want you to do this. Then, of course, you do what the Holy Ghost says. But other than that, we're prepared. That was a good question. That was a good point out, too. Number nine. Any other questions before we go on? Anything in the chat room? Number nine. He gives you prophetic abilities. Did I say that already? That he gives us prophetic abilities? Yes. Um, on, 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 on saying what God says, feeling and thinking. Uh, how he feels and thinks. All believers were given this ability despite their age level of education or gender. You can have a little kid. Now, we talk about little Grayson at the church, <laughs> but that, he's a little prophet. I mean, he said some things like, uh, Sister Michelle, I think she's on tonight, but, um, you know, she's like, Pastor, you know, some stuff that he comes out, that comes out of his mouth. You know, I know it's from God because he doesn't even really understand. He's, what, four? What is Grayson, five? I think he's five or six, maybe six because he's in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. But God used him, you know. So you, and that's the thing, you can't, you know, a lot of people used to dismiss children. But I have to say that God dealt with me when I was very young, very, very young. I didn't understand it. Because nobody taught it. Nobody, you know, nobody viewed children, you know. They didn't think that we were kids. But here God was mm-hmm. anybody. And I didn't understand what was going on in my heart. I didn't understand, but one thing I did understand is that I loved God. I loved the Lord with all my heart. Um, I loved him. And, and, and I loved worship. I loved church. You know, I would go, if my mother went to church three times a day, she knew that she could count on me. So I would just go because I, I just love, I love church, and I love God. Not just church love, but I love God. And um, mm-hmm. I would always talk to him. I would always share things with him. 
I remember, I think I don't even think we're going to get to this other lesson, but I remember as a kid, and I'm telling this why I said children, and I think that I believe that their spirits are very pure. Their spirits are very pure. Amen? And I remember one time, I, my mother had sent me to go get my hair done. Okay. Um, I see your question, sister, you know, and we'll come back to it. I remember when, we, when I was very young, and my mother had sent me to get my hair done, Minister Ma. And I had to be maybe eight years old, maybe eight, nine, maybe just that. But she was working and she couldn't take me, so she just, you know, listen, when they work like that, single parent, you just had to be more responsible as the youth. And I remember walking to over, I knew where the lady lived, the street. The mother showed me that, but I didn't have her address, but I knew the street. <laughs> and I remember as a kid, I had to be about eight, and I prayed to God, I said, Lord, now here I am young. I said, I don't know what, where this lady lives. I don't know what door to go to. I remember saying that. I said, please, Lord, because I was afraid. You know, I'm a kid. I'm by myself. Please show me what door to go to, what house to go to. And, and because I couldn't remember. I just remembered I was afraid. And so I prayed. And um, I said, well, Lord, I'm going to go to this door, this house. And I said, I'm just going to go to this house. And um, and really, I was believing that it wasn't the right house, and I was prepared to ask the people, can you tell me where this this lady lives, right? So I go up to the door. Now, you know, eight years old, I'm afraid, I'm I'm, I'm petrified because I don't know. I knew the lady's name, but I didn't know her house, and I knew it was on that street somewhere. And so I ring the doorbell, and I'm prepared to ask whoever comes to the door, can you please tell me where Sister So-and-so lives? Lo and behold, this is how, that is so good. When the door opened right, I'm scared, and I'm about to tell them or ask them where this person lives. And then I was astonished, right? When the door opened, it was actually the house that I was looking for. I never forget those things. You know what I mean? You never forget the little things. I guess it seems little, but it really wasn't little. But you never forget mm-hmm. the faithfulness of God. Here I am, just a little kid, and I, and, I, and I really didn't know. But he honored, glory to God, he honored that prayer. Mm-hmm. He honored my prayer. And, and, and from that, that's been a foundation. You know, we get, we get so overwhelmed with life. We get overwhelmed with things that are placed upon us. We come up against tests and trials. And sometimes, thanks to God, we forget the little things that he did back then. See, if we can just remember the little things that he did back then, then these things that we go through now, they're nothing. It really isn't. But what the enemy does, he blows it up because we're a little older now, right? We've been here a little while. Mm-hmm. So we allow the enemy. See, when I was young, I, I didn't know all of the, the, the pitfalls and all of the craziness of the enemy. But now he puts all these pitfalls. But the same God that helped that little girl back then is the same God. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says yeah. he never changed. He's the same today, mm-hmm. yesterday, and forever. I'm talking to somebody. He's the same yeah. God back then when you were a kid, and now that you're grown. Glory to God. But what happens? That faith gets 
hallelujah, trusting in the God of our youth, of our childhood, who never failed and he never fails now. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, y'all. Type hallelujah down here. Yes. Over there in Facebook. Now, Sister Sister Young on Facebook says, and I'm putting it out even for the ministers um, that are that are on the on the um, conference line. Amen. We cannot hear the, the folks on Block Talk Radio yet until I can figure that out, and then they'll be able to talk. But um, she's asking, how do you handle delivering a prophetic word that's not received? I'm gonna put that out to anybody. Um, how do you handle? Especially my, my my people that operate in the uh in, in prophecy, my prophetess in the house. Um, how do you handle? Because I know that the Lord uses you mightily in the prophetic, and you maybe you've experienced it. How do you handle mm. delivering a prophetic word that's not received? Mm. Um, I have experienced that. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. I was in the church that I was a member of at the time, and um, at the time, the Lord had given me a word for my pastor, and I went in the church first and had prayer. I went up there for prayer, and I had prayer, and the Lord had given me a word, and I had walked back to my car because I'm scared, and I'm like, I knew it's not going to, you know, I was just afraid. So I went back to the car, and he, his office was in another building behind the church. And as I was going to the car, he walked out of the building, you know, the office was, mm-hmm. and walked over to the church. So I said, oh, God, i got to go back in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then this word, right, I've already said it. So I went up with him, you know, and I gave him the word, the instruction of what the Lord said to me, you know, what to give him. Uh-huh. And and with instruction and he didn't do it. He didn't want to do it. Like the instruction was like to walk around the church seven times. Mm-hmm. That was the instruction part of it. And he didn't want to do it. And he was like, you know, you know, I I can't do it right now or something like that. Mm-hmm. And my response, I was I was devastated. Because uh-huh. I'm like, Lord, I struggled with, like, even doing this, and I just completely felt, like, rejected. You know what I'm saying? On top of the fear that I had to even do it. And I think that that experience kind of shut me down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I think it took my confidence, which it wasn't even supposed to be, my confidence wasn't supposed to be in me anyway. Mm-hmm. But I think it really kind of shut me down, you know, and that when it does happen, we have to see that they're not rejecting you, but they're rejecting God, because it's not you that's going, it wasn't me that was going to the pastor, but it was God just using it as an instrument to go to the pastor. So when he rejected it, I flipped back over into Florence. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think it, like, destroyed my confidence. Because 
it took everything for me to even do it. You know what I'm saying? So I had to learn that lesson that um, there are going to be times, and, and even in the scripture where the Lord said, don't fear their faces, because people are going to reject you. People are going to, sometimes you're going to come and give the word, and people are going to look at you like you got four heads. You know what I'm saying? But you can't let that or let the reaction of people shut you down. And that's what it did for me for a period of time, for a while. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's not you that they're rejecting. It's God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was good. It was very, very, very transparent. Um, and, and we also have a response on on YouTube um, from Elder Banks, and she says, pretty much in line with what you're saying is that we're we're not responsible for how they respond to the word. We're not even responsible whether they receive it as you said as well. We're just to mm-hmm. we're just to operate in obedience. Amen. And then I would say this mm-hmm. also, you know, because sometimes, you know, there there may be times when people may appear to be unreceptive um, when they actually are, you know. So even with the word, I've known in, in sitting in service, you know, when the word was really like just hitting home for me, you know, there have been times I kept a straight face. I was like, hit on the And so even, mm-hmm. even though, you know, Sometimes if we go by the outer um, expression, that it's not always it's not always accurate because we don't know what's going on in in, in, in that person's heart. Even when you give them a word, you know they could be looking at you like foreheads, like they're not receiving it. It's glory to God, but you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know you don't know whether yeah. they're receiving it or not. In your case, you know he appeared not to. Um, have been receptive, but we don't know if he didn't do it later on. Maybe he didn't do it then, like you told him. But who knows? You know. Mm-hmm. And so it goes back again to right. the thing. We're not responsible. You know, just give the word. I know it. 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 it, it it's the. It's that part of us, I guess, that comes forth when 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 mm-hmm. it seems like people are just not receiving. You know, I think we kind of get in the way. But we have to get to a point where 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 we're just dead to that, <laughs> you know. I've done like you told right. me. I've done what the Lord said. I said what He told me to say. I did what He told me to do. How it's received? Hey, I've done my part, you know. Whether they look like they got it or didn't, and you never know. But sometimes people look look like they're not receptive, right? And you come out of there, and they're like, "That was one of the best sermons." You're like, "Really?" <laughs> you just seem like you were, mm-hmm. you know. So we just don't know, you know. We cannot go with the out. We know that for ourselves, you know. You just cannot rely on uh, on 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 the outer external. Uh, but I would encourage you, Sister Young, um, just say what God tells you to say. And if, if they give you a word, give them the word. Amen. Because mm-hmm. ultimately, God will come. You know, He's going to charge you because He's given you. Of that assignment, amen. And not all assignments. That's the 
thing. Not all assignments are wonderful, you know. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta, yeah. you gotta go and you're like, Lord, how how are they gonna receive this word, you know? And, and sometimes, and here's yeah. the other thing, because I've gotten word, and sometimes I get a little, you know, testy with it, you know. I mean, like, yeah. but thank God for the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, I know that.
they're still stuck in their past and what they've done. Right? So you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. You're saved. You have a new nature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become brand new. So your past shame, that's the past. It's been covered with the blood of Jesus. You know what what brings Mm -hmm. it up? You bring it up and you let other people bring it up. Amen. Mm -hmm. But that's my past. Look at me now. (laughs) See where I am now Mm -hmm. in Christ. But don't don't let the past keep you from enjoying what God has for you right now in the present. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, I did this in the past. Yes, this happened in the past. You know, some people have a hideous past. Some people have have, have a hideous past. Amen? But that's your mm-hmm. past. <laughs> I'm not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. But people will try to keep you what? In your past. Especially your family. Mm-hmm. Oh, your family's good for that. Girl, I remember when you, you know, mm-hmm. that's what I, yeah, okay. I remember back when, when, it, no, okay. But that's not who I am anymore. Amen? That is my mm-hmm. past. And I'm not going to let you take me back to feel some way about my past, which I have been, what, delivered from. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. But you know what, you Pastor, yes. when you get delivered from whatever, mm-hmm. right, Mm-hmm. When you really get delivered, you don't care who knows about what you did when you did it. You know what I'm saying? And we have different areas, you know, to be delivered from. Mm-hmm. But, like, when, when I got delivered from drugs and alcohol, I want the world to know that he did it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't, I'm not afraid to, to share my testimony because, he did it for me, and I want to see him do it for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when areas that you have been delivered in, let's say me, that I have been delivered in, then I'm, I don't hide those areas because that has now become my testimony. You know what I'm saying? So when you get free for real, you, you really just don't care. Then there are other areas, you know what I'm saying, where you may not be. Yeah, free. And so those are the yes, so those areas you may still be. And even when you say look at in your past, when I drive, the Lord showed me when they're like when I drive, mm-hmm. I'm driving, I'm going forward, but I'm always looking in my vision mirror, right? Mm-hmm. And you know you have cars on top of your butt and you have all that. But what they said, why do you keep looking in your rear why do you keep looking back? You know, it could be something as simple as looking in your rearview mirror. Why are you looking back? You're heading forward in me. Why do you keep looking back? And then he had to minister to me about that. Because what's behind you is behind you. <laughs> and I'm taking you to a place that's before you. So stop looking back, turn around, and behold what I have before you. And enjoy that. Yes. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like I said, you know, some people, their stuff is so hideous, you know, um, they're not, they don't feel liberated and free yet um, yes. to, share, to share what God has done. 
but we pray that they will. Because when you're able, actually, you're right, Prophetess, because when you get to the place where you can share that, you know you're free. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because if, 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 if I'm still at that place, because I don't know how people are going to receive it, um, how people are going to treat mm-hmm. me, you know, we're dealing with people. The reality mm-hmm. is we are dealing with people, whether they're in church or out of church. And some things that are hideous that people have done, um, they may be afraid of um, how folks will treat them and see them. You know, it's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I truly yeah. believe that when you when you when you when you're really free from mm-hmm. your past, it, it becomes a stepping stone to my future, and not so much yeah. worrying about what people think. Because as many as many people that are out there that are thinking some kind of negative thing about me, there are the same amount or more that are thinking positive or who needs to hear it so that they too know That's that true. as hideous as what I came out of. I came out, yeah. and so I'm I'm sharing this to let you know that just like I walked out of that with the help of God, yeah. that you can come My out. God. So it becomes an empowerment. So maybe some of that, too, is a ploy of the enemy, that guilt and shame that keeps you locked in my past. What if they knew? What if, you know? But mm-hmm. somebody has to hear it. We overcome by the what? The blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And how many people have been delivered? How many people have been encouraged? How many people have received hope? Because you heard, I know I have, I've heard somebody that gave a testimony. Glory to God. Sometimes the testimony, the word of God, yes, is powerful, but sometimes I need to hear somebody that's gone through what I've gone through, that's walked where I walked, and the hand of God, the power of God has pulled them out. I need to see a modern-day Peter. You know what I mean? A modern-day issue of the blood. You know what I mean? I need to see that in 2023. Mm-hmm. It may look different. It may taste a little different. It might sound a little different, but basically they were locked in something. They were they were stuck in something. You see what I'm saying? They were captive, yeah. held captive to something, but yet God brought them out. Amen? Yeah. I love to hear this.
I now continue to tell my testimony. Tell your mm-hmm. testimony. Glory to God. Yeah. And like I said about yeah. Minister Benjamin, she'll tell her testimony wherever she goes. Amen. Mm-hmm. Some people need to hear how people deliver. You look at her now, you would never believe who she was. She would tell me stories about mm-hmm. like, what I can't believe. She was so far out on drugs, so strung out in drug houses. Just when I say just strung out, I said the the pit of the pit. Amen. But to see her now, glory to yeah. God. Somebody like that. hear that. And she's not ashamed to tell you how down dirty she got in that addiction. Amen. But God, Amen. but God. So I pray that, you know, all of us, you know, that we not ever be ashamed of what God has done in our lives, that we never be ashamed not to share it. Now, we may not go out on the national podium and share it. It may be with an individual he might have you share it. But whenever the Holy Ghost uh, picks your spirit to share what God has done miraculously in your life, that you thought it could not be done. You thought you would never be able to walk through this. You thought you'd never be able to come out with your right mind. You thought you would never be living in the place that you're living. You thought you'd never have the job that you would have. You never thought that you would be able to walk again. You never thought that you'd be able to see again. You never thought that a relationship that had been torn would ever come back together again. But I'm here to tell someone today that God is able. In fact, the Bible says there is nothing impossible without our God. Glory to praise our conscience. Raise our faith. Glory to God. And step Mm. into that thing. Glory to God. Glory to God. Somebody just say glory to God. Amen. Give me something. Glory to God. Father God, we're playing with it. Why are we playing with it? Why are we playing with it? Hallelujah. Jesus draws the crowd to get the glory. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. You're absolutely right, uh, Sister Young. What does that mean? What does that mean that we can possess all qualities? 
qualities of God. What does that mean? What does that mean to anybody on this line tonight? What does that mean? Glory to God. Glory to God. And we can have as much in heaven as we want. Glory to God. I have access to everything that's in heaven. Say that again. We have what? I have access to everything that's in heaven. Inheritance. Your healing. Deliverance, right? Come on now. Uh, 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 favor. Glory to God. Anointing. We have open access. Glory to God. What? Long suffer. Let me go with that. Patience. <laughs> uh, 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 free from sin. We got to pull that in there, too. Glory to God. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And that's by way of Holy Spirit who lives on mm. the inside of every believer. He's there. Amen. Now you just got to pray for the power, that initial uh, uh, empowerment of him. Glory to God. But we've all baptized, glory to God, by him into the body of Christ. And our last one, and I am done for the night. And listen, again, the Holy Spirit didn't even take us to where we were supposed to go. So next week, we're going to talk about, and please come next week, because this, that, that lesson, this lesson, it's pretty powerful. Uh, so next week, we will, we, will, we will go into the lesson, the spirit and, 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 and the body. Amen? The flesh and the spirit. Uh, so our last one, Prophet Slow, is he comforts you. He comforts you. Glory to God. So we know that he comforts us during times of sadness, mourning, and affliction. Of uh, The Holy Spirit will comfort you. And I'm a witness to that. And I'm sure I've got a lot of people on this line right now, hallelujah, that can attest to that, that he is mm-hmm. the comforter. Glory to God. And it's not just when, you know, times of death, but in any type of sorrow. You lose a job, you know, uh, <laughs> divorce, you know, any, anything of that matter. He is a comforter. And I'm telling you, I know that for myself. Glory to God. Glory to God. Sometimes I think over my life, and I'm just talking about me. And like I said, I know everybody has a story, so I'm just telling my story. But when I think about prophetess, my life, and um, some of the sorrow that mm-hmm. I had to walk through, I thank God for the spirit of comfort, because I know for a fact that if I did not have the comforter, I would not be sitting here right now on this line doing what I'm doing. Amen? Mm-hmm. So I thank God I am a witness for anyone that's going through. Amen? That you just draw. Don't draw from the outside, but he's on the inside. And you pull on, just like you pull on the pastor or the, the minister of the hour. Because you want more, you know. Because you, you just you want you you, you want that, that that experience with God. You pull on the Holy Spirit on the inside to draw strength, Amen, and encouragement mm-hmm. and comfort, Amen, in your time of need, Amen. Well, I thank God. Mm-hmm. I am done for tonight. I feel like. Um, 
I feel good. I told the people at Hope International Ministries, by the way, we've celebrated six years of ministry. Praise be to God that we're still here after six years. But I told them that I, I all of a sudden, you know, I've always, I know I always was free. But all of a sudden, I just feel a freedom in my life that I, I cannot, I cannot even put it into words. Amen. That I am just mm-hmm. in Him. And so I pray that you, too, would experience that freedom in him. No change, right? Holding you. God bless you. Bless you for coming and and being a part of our Bible study on tonight. For those of you, again, on YouTube, Facebook, Blog Talk Radio, Conference Live, God bless you. I believe and I decree and declare that I turn this over to Prophet Slow to pray us out that the word of God that has been released into this atmosphere and in these podcasts, that it will accomplish that what it has set out to do in every individual that will listen. I pray and I believe and I will decree that souls will be saved, restoration, hope restored, and that there will be those, glory to God, that will be encouraged. Be it unto them, Father, in the name of Jesus. God bless you. Next week, we will dive a little more into our lesson on spirit. And so I'm going to turn it over to Prophetess Love. Amen. God bless you. I love you. I love you. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you. Praise you, Lord God. We thank you for the word that is going forth on tonight, Lord God. Lord God, we just thank you for what you are doing. Hallelujah. And our spirit, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. That our body and all of us, hallelujah, are lining up to what the Spirit of God is saying, and we receive all that you are doing, all that you are saying, oh God, we just say thank you on tonight. Father, we ask that you would pour back into Pastor Shift, pour it out, Lord Jesus, and Lord God, even as we lay our heads down on the pillow on tonight, Father, that we would have a praise in our spirit, a worship in our hearts, Lord God, because you are good. You are awesome. You are mighty. You are magnificent. Hallelujah. And there is nobody like you, Father. So we say thank you at the closing of the day and blessing you for your mercy that will open up our eyes in the morning. We just say thank you. We love you, Lord. We adore you. And we do appreciate you. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen. Amen. And remember that Jesus Christ is Lord. We love you. God bless you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.